You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. Got a question about healthcare, dieting, exercising? Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Ron Young. Good morning, London. I want to welcome everybody to the program. It is such a dreary day out. It's some of these days where you find it hard to get up in the morning. Ron Young here. I've uh, I've let the MedPoint team have a day off, I guess. Saturdays are meant for rest, as are Sundays. But I just I couldn't convince them to come in, so uh, you just get me for today. If you like listening to my voice, this is going to be a great show. <laughs> um, anyways, we got a lot of stuff going on right now. MedPoint, of course, we have the promotion with the... Uh, Chorus radio stations, AM 980, Fresh FM, FM 96, as well as Country 104. And uh, we have all the radio hosts taking part in our 13-week challenge, which is awesome. And this time around, we've actually implemented a point system to it. So for the likes of uh, Jim Kelly and Ian Sterling, who maybe don't have a ton of weight to lose, but uh, you know can, can certainly benefit from muscular gains, I hope they're not listening to the program right now. Uh, They will be able to earn points towards their their overall score. And uh, we're actually doing eliminations this time around. So at the six-week mark, the nine-week mark, uh, a team will be eliminated on those weeks. And it'll leave the last two teams uh, fighting it out to the end. So kind of a cool concept. And, you know, I encourage anybody... If you have a small company that that wants to take part in a similar competition, if you're kind of motivated, if you're if you want your employees to feel better this new year, if you want them to be more productive, I mean, who doesn't want that, right? If you want them to be healthier and and just uh, have a better outlook on things, more positivity in the workplace, come on down to MedPoint. You can give us a call. Certainly, 519-432-1919. And we can get your company signed up. Certainly, uh, we do have group rates on, on the training. So don't be shy because, quite honestly, if, if, if you come down and you talk to us, you know, we can, we can, get you, we can guide you on the, what the right program is going to be. So, I mean, these guys at Chorus are having a ton of fun. I mean, in the gym there on Friday, yesterday I saw Jim Kelly, Taz, uh, Ian, Ian Sterling, Liz from Fresh Radio, all of them were in the gym and, and almost at the same time are overlapping. So it was really a cool dynamic because you kind of had each of them egging each other on, you know, kind of saying, oh, you can do it. Or, or maybe if they're cheering against the other side, ah, you know, take it easy. You're, you're working too hard. And um, I can just imagine the type of sabotage I'm looking through the window here at, at Jen, the producer. Has uh, Lawton been planting any chocolates in uh, Jim Kelly's uh, lunch pail? No, no, uh, no saboteurs as of yet. But I can imagine as this competition goes on, the will to win and the will to, uh, you know, taste the victory is going to be going to be really great. So I'm I'm sure these guys will hold nothing back. And, uh, you know, when going for their goals. When you're going for your goals, think about this. What motivates you 
in order to keep at what sh- what you're doing. I mean, I'm I'm a fitness professional, kinesiologist. It's my profession. So to think, this is what I do for a living. It's pretty easy for me to stay motivated, for me to stay on the straight and narrow. But for somebody who maybe just started a, a workout program, uh, maybe been working out a long time, what what gets you hooked and what keeps you going with it? Of course, you can always call in 519-643-2222 if you wanted to share any of your New Year's resolutions or perhaps any of your goals that you're having. But it's kind of an interesting question because... You know, there's there's a lot of these programs that maybe they'll go for a few days or, or maybe they'll kind of give you what you need and then just set you free on your way and, and without direction and, and really concrete evidence and goals. What keeps you on track with that? There's a couple of tips I have for, for people who who maybe want to to stay motivated this new year. Certainly... Fitness apps are all the craze right now. I'm going to give a shout-out to my father-in-law, Mike Romine, as well as my brother-in-law, Sam. He's, uh, they're both awesome guys. And, you know, they've gotten onto this Nike fitness app, and it records all the runs that you've done, and it compares you against each other. And you can kind of compete in that way. Maybe it's not a running app. Maybe it's a, a step counter like a Fitbit. And I'm pleased to say that I won one of my workweek challenges this week uh, against two co-workers, and I may just retire with an undefeated record against them. We'll see. Then there's the people who maybe get the most out of the results. You know, it, it's taking that selfie in the mirror and seeing that you're down a couple pounds, hips look better, clothes are fitting better. Sometimes clients of mine just say, Heck, I'm getting great results because I know that I'm fitting into a dress that I didn't fit into for maybe a year. So this this new year, I'm going to encourage everybody to figure out what it is that's motivating you. What's your driving force? And really stick to it. And the other tip that I'm going to going to encourage the listeners to do right now is to get somebody else involved because the results are, are really motivating. We looked at that a couple weeks ago as to uh, the science, the psychology of what motivates people. But really having somebody to be accountable to and to answer to when you're doing your fitness regime, it's crucial. It is, it is crucial that you have somebody like that that you can that you can kind of report to. You can say, oh, I, you know, I did three workouts this week. I've had a great week. And then they'll also ask you about it. Perhaps it's over a family dinner. Hey, how's that new program you're doing? And then doesn't that kind of just reset everything and put it into perspective? Because I care about my health. I care about the health of my friends and family. But unless they're willing to do something about it and act on it, you know, it's kind of that survivor mentality. Of course, I'm going to always take care of myself. Of course, I'm going to encourage the ones closest to me, like my wife and my kids, to be active. But you can only do so much. So that's where 
this idea of finding your motivation and what works for you really plays into effect. And I mean, there's great uh, social media aspects to this. I mean, you can post, you can kind of be in a group. You can join MedPoint, certainly sign up, have an appointment that you have to go to. Or maybe you, you know, you, you just told a best friend, hey, let's do this together. Let's, let's get down 10 pounds. Whatever it is that you're doing, I want to congratulate you and I want to encourage you to keep it up because it is, it is tough. And day in and day out, the thing that makes the difference is your decisions, right? Because you can decide to go to the works and have a, a peanut, Reese's peanut butter cheeseburger or whatever the heck it was. Sounds, sounds pretty gross. Or, you know, you can make a conscious effort to, to eat clean, maybe put in a few extra steps on the step counter, or maybe hit up the gym early in the morning. I know my wife, she's been doing workouts at home. I'm pr- really proud of her. And she actually has been getting up at 7 a.m., which to a lot of us, you know, I didn't even know 7 a.m. exists. <laughs> Just kidding. But quite frankly, you know, it's great because look at what she's doing. Now she's putting her health very, very first at the start of the day. And not only is she getting her workout in, she's, you know, improving her cardiovascular health, strengthening her joints. But she also has that sense of accomplishment that, hey, I've gotten this in and I still have the entire day because there's times when the twins aren't even awake yet. So not only do you feel great about yourself, but, you know, you can now look ahead to your day and feel more energized about it. Now keep in mind, this doesn't work when you want your wife to stay awake at 11 o'clock at night and watch a movie with you. Just doesn't happen. But in the grand scheme of things, you're healthier, you know, your family's healthier, and uh, it's just a great thing to do for your body. So whatever way you find fitness, I'm going to encourage everybody to keep it up. I want to talk about two articles today on the show. Two very interesting articles. And everybody's going to want to stay tuned and listen. i got to take a quick commercial break. But these articles are, are quite, quite interesting in a sense that one's out of France forcing models to obtain a medical certificate. Which, wow. I mean, usually the criteria for being a model is just, you know, you got to have the looks and the body, but now you have to have the certificate. That's over in France. And I want to talk about this story of this young man. His name is Michael Keck. And uh, he's a football player, but he's uh, having early onset of Alzheimer's, what it appears to be at only 25 years of age. So you stay tuned. We're going to talk about these articles when we come back from this break. You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. The most interesting health news, advice, and your calls at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Once again, here's your host, Ron Young. 
I want to welcome everybody back to the program. Thanks for tuning in today. Always a pleasure to be here every Saturday talking all things health and fitness, informing you, the public, of uh, what's going on in the world. And a lot of people ask me, Ron, you've been doing this show for, well, I guess it's been over a year now, probably a year and a half close to. Don't you ever run out of things to talk about? Well, it's a great question, but quite honestly, there's always, always articles happening in the news around the world. This next article is out of France. France forcing ultra-thin models to obtain a medical certificate. So just to open up this article, in France, an estimated 30,000 to 40,000 people, almost all of them adolescents, keep that in mind, interesting fact, suffer from anorexia. Wow. I'd be curious to know what the population of France is. And, you know, just looking at that number, isn't, it, isn't that kind of staggering? Population of France, 66 million people. That's as of 2013. So, you know, 30,000 to 40,000 people, almost all of them adolescents suffer from anorexia. Is it the European lifestyle? Is it kind of keeping up with the trends and, and whatnot of, uh, you know, their busy lives and that, that diet, the... Don't know if they have really Mediterranean diet, but you know, lots of salads, lots of pastas. I don't know, but quite frankly, what uh, French lawmakers are doing is uh, they've adopted a bill forcing these models to furnish a doctor's certificate confirming that they are healthy, and magazines that Photoshop their silhouette to tag the images as touched up. Two things here. Two things in this article. Very important. A, I love that we are now looking at the health very closely of these uh, French models. Is it something that we need to adapt in the Americas, around the world? Perhaps, yes. Because there is a lot of pressure on these women and men to look the way that they look. Okay? If you were told that you wouldn't get a paycheck, that perhaps your family would not be able to eat because you didn't quite make the cut. You know, that's a little scary. But looking at this a little bit more in depth, if we did bring this to Canada, if we did bring it to, to the United States, wouldn't this help everybody? I mean, we're in a, we're in a crisis right now with, with our healthcare industry. Overspending. Certainly a strain on the system. You know, teenagers are anorexic. Wouldn't it be beneficial to get their health looked into? Because a lot of models and such, they actually fight depression. And other psychological disorders. So that's the first point. Maybe we do need to look at implementing this worldwide because, you know, you could definitely save the life of a model who feels they need to be 80 pounds, 
whatever. Fitting into those dresses and doing the little turn on the catwalk. On the catwalk, yeah. Just trying to add a little bit of humor to a to the story. But this is kind of cool because they're looking at the body mass index for these models, which we know the body mass mass index is a little flawed because it's it's based on height and weight. Maybe they should be getting bod pods and stuff like that, similar to what we have. The other thing about this story is that the magazines now have to say in France that the models, the images, were touched up, if they were indeed touched up, which is kind of cool. Because don't you feel like any magazine that we have here in Canada, almost every picture would be touched up? It's kind of interesting to think about, right? I mean, if they had to say that this was touched up and that was touched up, well, then maybe people looking at it and feeling like they need to, feeling the pressure of of being, you know, skinny and, and everything that comes along with modeling, muscular and all that, maybe there wouldn't be as much pressure on them. And then maybe they wouldn't be forced to do certain things that maybe they feel necessary to, to be at that body shape. I don't know. Interesting piece of, uh, interesting article and, and kudos to France for implementing that because this could be changed in the world. The other story that I want to talk about is just about this. This is going into concussions. Now I love playoff football. I love Football, just any kind of football. I'll watch college football, uh, of course, NFL. Got big matchups today and tomorrow. Love watching the Western Mustangs. This article is on a football player, college football player by the name of Michael Keck. This is kind of going in line with the whole we need to kind of reevaluate safety precautions return to play, lots of different things here. Because this is very convoluted. This kid is 25 years old. He's never played a professional game of football. And he was diagnosed with chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which is the Alzheimer's-like disease. Okay? Big words there, but we got through it. This claimed the lives of Chicago Bears safety, Dave Dorson, and former San Diego Chargers linebacker, Junior Seau. This kid, at 25 years old, has been thought to have more than 10 concussions. He began playing football at 6 years old. In his 16 years of playing, he's had more than 10 concussions, the first when he was 8. Now, if you ask me if I had my kids in football and they had a concussion when they were eight, it would make me seriously reevaluate things and just consider whether they should still be playing and certainly what's appropriate for them to get back to the playing field. Obviously, there's a lot of pressure on this kid, college football player. What do all these college football players want? They want a shot at the big time, right? They want to go to the NFL. Of course, some of them are in it for degrees. 
but we know that very few of them make it to the NFL level. As a high school player, he had a 3.8 GPA, which very good. I think four is what you max out at. And, uh, you know, he was, he was in line to be the next star. But suffering these concussions, and now the one star student now has a GPA of 1.9 and eventually dropped out of school, 12 credits shy of graduating. So this kind of comes back to the whole thing. I mean, we saw a hit last weekend of, uh, I think it was Burfitt on Antonio Brown. The guy was basically unconscious before he, he hit the turf. This is all headhunting, all, all, you know, targeting top stars. For what? So you can win the game? Well, quite frankly, that hit cost them the game. And Cincinnati fans, I apologize to you, because it's too bad that one person's actions, one person's selfishness, costs your entire team the season of hard work, getting up early, for one player's motives. Sad, really. But that puts the Pittsburgh Steelers in field goal range and kick the field goal. But, you know, what's going to happen to that to Antonio Brown now? Concussion, can't play this weekend. When can he play? Is he ever going to feel better? Concussions are such a tricky thing because the brain needs adequate time to heal. And what ends up happening with these athletes is if they are rushed back too quickly... It's compounding injuries, and certainly, when will you ever get better? We see a college star's GPA go from 3.8 to 1.9, and now, well, early early Alzheimer's, seems 25. Too young. Too young. So I just encourage all the listeners, really, pay close attention. Look for the signs of concussion. If you're an athletic trainer, if you're a coach, if you're a parent, Make sure that you're cautious when your kid goes back on the playing field. That's all the time we got for today. I want to thank you for joining us. Of course, we've got the new time slot, 10 a.m. You can tune in and listen to us there. Got a lot of great things happening at MedPoint. It's www.medpoint.ca. And that's all for this episode. Ron Young, signing out. Cheers.